The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. And when your testosterone is primed up, it really is like a superpower. And you can think that when your testosterone is low, it's kind of like kryptonite. So what we're going to cover mainly here is what testosterone is, why it's important, symptoms of low testosterone. We'll talk about, you know, your libido, creativity, motivation, all these different things, building muscle. We'll talk about what those symptoms are and what you can do prior to looking into pills and potions and hormone replacement. Hold your station, this education is relevant. The motivation through conversation is evident. We're talking spiritual body, mind, development. This is the manhood experiment. The manhood experiment. The manhood Before we continue, we need your help. We'd like to reach more like-minded people just like you and share our knowledge on personal growth, health, and success. So can you do us a favor and in your podcast app, hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star review and leave us an encouraging comment. Do it right now while you listen to this episode. That will help us know you're listening and that you care and that little action will help us reach more folks. Now back to our show. Yo, what's up everyone? Welcome back to the Manhood Experiment. Today we got a hot topic. We are talking about the big T, testosterone. So overall, testosterone We've probably heard about the importance of it as a hormone that helps building muscle. It helps with energy. The big factor here is what's going on. As statistics show that testosterone is down 37% over the last 10 years in males. Just If you look at the average testosterone that people have, you got a lot of people just jumping on hormone replacement. I like to think that it's happening. It's being glamorized and people are doing it often too early without calculating the long-term risks like infertility and other possible heart issues and other things like losing your hair. So I want to talk pros and cons. You're going to get some good information from my experience working with some clients. Uh, But before we get there, let's just do a little catch-up session. We got T-Rex in the house. What's going on? Hey, man. Everything's cool. I love this topic. I can relate to this so much. Testosterone is one of the most overlooked topics Personally, for me, my physical health, my energy is a lot of times just related to good testosterone or high testosterone. Uh, and sometimes when I have low energy, it's just like my testosterone is low. So I'm really curious about this. And what's been good on my side, I've just been working and I have a couple things coming up to travel. And I think just having great testosterone, good energy is, is just super important for travel, as you would know. How about you? What have you been up to? Life's been good. Interesting. I think I just felt run down a little bit from traveling with the little one. Surprised wifey for our anniversary recently. We rented a little beach house, which was nice. 
got to wake up on the beach. There's a big difference between being close to the beach and being able to see it out your window and walk down with it. And so I was really happy nice. and you know excited that we got to share the time with her family and uh, get the dogs out on the beach. But um, yeah, same thing. Traveling, I want to talk about the pros and cons, how that can affect our testosterone or overall energy. And when your testosterone is primed up, it really is like a superpower. And you can think that when your testosterone is low, it's kind of like kryptonite based on your resilience and all that good stuff. So what I want to talk about here and, and why I feel like I have a lot to say here is from somebody that has would look like the poster child of high testosterone that was surprised when I had lower testosterone after getting blood work done. And I've helped a lot of people rebound through their testosterone. Uh, we'll talk about what it is. It's getting a lot of popularity and attention being that so many people are looking into HRT or TRT, this hormone replacement therapy. And it's something that was really popular for people in their 40s or 50s as your testosterone naturally starts to decline. But now you're, you're getting guys basically just thinking of a legal version of steroids, the way they look at it to be able to tap into higher testosterone. It's so easy for people to go there. And so I want to talk about some of the pros and cons with that, my experience. So what we're going to cover mainly here is what testosterone is, why it's important. I think it's going to be really exciting for men and women to tune into. Symptoms of low testosterone. So if you've experienced really low energy, we'll talk about you know your libido, creativity, motivation, all these different things, building muscle. We'll talk about what those symptoms are and what you can do prior to looking into pills and potions and hormone replacement. So I want to talk about the pros and cons of hormone replacement. It is a viable option for people and what the statistics are showing with the trends and trajectory right now and how our environment is affecting that that much more. We'll talk about my personal story of how I got that interested in testosterone. And I think that's a good place to start. You know, so my pursuit of wanting to be shredded, wanting to have a six pack all year round introduced me to this whole world of testosterone. I think that in my early 20s, I had friends, I had a roommate that was doing testosterone. This was in college, doing roommate, doing testosterone illegally, obviously. And I saw it around a lot of people kind of shortcuts. And you saw it with sports and you heard rumors that people would do it to, you know, have that advantage. So it was something that was around, it was definitely like a taboo type of thing. And then there was all these supplements that were coming out. You may have heard of like Androstene and all these things that like Mark McGuire got dinged for. And there were supplements you could get at your, your vitamin shops and your stores and all this that would essentially be pro-hormones and could affect your testosterone. And I flirted with some of these, Nick, nothing that I thought that was illegal, but these testosterone boosters, which just to give you an idea, when you're younger in your, let's say around ages like 17 to your early 20s, your body is naturally at the highest testosterone it's going to be. That's why your libido is through the roof. You have crazy amounts of energy. You can recover quick. This is when your body naturally is designed to be thriving. And as you get older, it starts to decline a little bit. And typically, statistics will show that as you get into your late 30s and your 40s, your testosterone will drop by as much as 20%. And then after age 40, it can be 3 to, to 5% per year in some cases, which is kind of crazy. Now, if you flirted with some of these 
testosterone boosters and things at an earlier age, that can cause you to have somewhat of a decline. When you say that, does that mean like if you use testosterone boosters early on, it affects you later on in that you underproduce testosterone later on in life? Yeah. So there's a correlation that if you used testosterone boosters or especially pro hormones, that Mm -hmm. it can cause like a down regulation of your body. If you're bringing in something exogenous, that means outside the body into your body to try to produce, you know, testosterone, it can have a negative effect in the long run and your body can essentially shut down or limit its own supply of testosterone over time because it says, all right, I got this other source. I don't need to produce it on my own. And I figured that is compounded with like poor diet, poor exercise routine, poor sleep cycles, all those compound over years and years that would lead to low testosterone as well. Yeah. And let's talk about that. So for me, me always wanting to be really lean I was training really hard. I was training too much. I've talked about this before for anybody that's heard me tell this story. And then there's times I was under eating, not knowing so. I was like, oh, to be lean, I'm just going to eat less, focus on hitting my protein, training more, doing a bunch of cardio so I could look shredded and lean all year round. Well, that's a stress on the body. And when the body's stressed, it's not thinking about the reproductive system where testosterone plays a big role in procreation and being able to stay healthy and vibrant and and resilient. And so in return, your body can start to shut down some of those hormones. And that was something that happened to me. I remember being, gosh, I think I was was around 30 and had done blood work just as a check-in. And I was expecting to get my lab work back and it was going to say, oh, my testosterone is going to be nice and high since I'm, I'm the poster child for health and I eat all these healthy foods and I train all the time. And I was really surprised when it came back lower than average. You know, it came back, my total testosterone was maybe around 500 range, which is in a range of 200 to, I don't know, it could be 100 to to like 750, 800 range. So you could compare that to like a 50-year-old or a 60-year-old. And my libido probably wasn't as high, I, I think, is where it should have been because my body was stressed out and I was stressed out. I was overdoing it. And that's where we're going to talk about some of the things that can affect your testosterone. And so I noticed that I was really surprised. My free testosterone was lower than average too. I think it was around like 18 or 20 from a a scale of two to 27. And that represents the amount of available testosterone you have that's unbound that your body is able to use. And so before I talk too much more about testosterone, let's just give you just a quick breakdown. So testosterone, I mean, it's essentially your manhood and your vigor. You know, it's the fire behind your energy and your motivation. It's what makes men manly men. You know, women also need testosterone. I'll talk about that. But it gives us our deep voices, our muscles, body hair, of course, our sex drive. And without it, we'd be tired, weak, and probably just not feeling our best. That's just a kind of a general statement around testosterone. But it's not about being macho completely. Testosterone plays a crucial role in a whole bunch of other things like regulating our mood, energy levels, bone density. And for ladies, that's especially important with bone density and muscle mass and sex drive, keeping those things balanced out. But it plays a role in building muscle by stimulating protein synthesis. So that's when we eat food, it's able to convert that process into actually building muscle. And it helps facilitate that process by binding to our androgen receptors in muscle cells. So I know that's a lot of mumbo jumbo there, but basically when you have higher testosterone, 
it's sending a louder signal to these cells in our body to build muscle easier. So not only do you have more energy, you can do less work, get more results, and you recover a lot faster. So just putting that together, you can think that if you have lower testosterone, you're going to have less energy to put in that work, less energy for motivation and drive, less energy to really pursue challenges. And that's a really fascinating thing about testosterone is when you have good, healthy, average or higher than average testosterone, challenges become enjoyable. Your body literally, it's associated to your dopamine cycle. You enjoy those challenges, which makes sense. When we're younger, we should have testosterone. We can go out, we can hunt and track the mate and do the things that we need to do. When it's low, you struggle and it's a cycle. And then it's easier to seek comfort and things that give us energy and that whole rest cycle. And you can see how that is connected. Some basic questions for you here. What's a good level of testosterone for a man and a woman? I know you'll get into that. And how do people actually know what their testosterone is? So it's become easier than ever to test your testosterone. You can do your typical blood work or lab work with an annual checkup. Most people are recommended once you get into your 30s, it's good to start doing it annually just to have a baseline, which now it's so much easier to do blood work. You can order stuff online or you can go into like a local lab core type of place. Here's the thing. If you're younger, there's benefits with starting testing this blood work at like age 25 because now you have a baseline. How did I feel when I was 25 compared to 30, compared to 32, compared to 35, compared to 38? Now you know what your baseline is because some people might feel fine. Let's say you want your testosterone, your total testosterone in between a six or 700 on a scale of, you know, like I said, one to 800, that is going to be healthy or somewhat optimal. Now, if it's much lower than that, let's say it's into the 400, 300, 200, you will notice a difference. And then just as important, maybe more important is the number of what your free testosterone is. Yeah. And that represents your free testosterone is the number that really matters the most because that's the unbound testosterone that your body has available. And when I say unbound, what happens is if your body's under a lot of stress or environmental stresses, your body produces sex hormone binding globulins, SHBG, and that number is high, your free testosterone is going to be low. And we're going to talk about ways how to unbound the testosterone that you have. Think about freeing up the testosterone that you have. It's like having a fast car that's got, you know, a Hemi in it or, or, and you can only shift into second or third gear. Like that's what it's like. If you have very low free testosterone, you're just limited. You're not going to have as much energy. So just so the listener could get this straight, when you're testing for testosterone, you go do a blood work, but you're looking for, you're going to request on that form you fill out to check for free testosterone as well, other than your regular testosterone. Yeah, ideally, you're going to want to see total and free testosterone. Total and free. And gotcha. you can check your estradiol, mm-hmm. you know, some of your estrogen. You can see your SHBG. So you can see, you can get a story. You can see if you're deficient in some things that maybe are limiting that or if cortisol is really high. And for me, when I was trying to be lean and ripped all the time, my cortisol was high because I, I was doing things as pushing myself and not recovering. And when your cortisol is high, your hormones, especially testosterone, tend to be declined. They're lower. When your calories are low, like you're under eating, your testosterone can drop. And there's a fine line. If you're overeating, your testosterone can drop as well. And I'm going to talk about that. So let's talk about some stats. So 
what has changed given our environment that we're in and people tend to be more overstimulated and stressed? Sperm production has decreased 59% since the 70s. And so we're really actually going towards this state of infertility, which sounds crazy because you'd think we, we're going in the opposite direction and we're overpopulated, but people are having more and more fertility issues than ever. So testosterone is declining by 1% every year, just given the environments, like things like BPAs and the plastic. Like that's not hype. It really does affect and binds to our testosterone and can make us just less manly and masculine. And I'm not saying that in like a manly masculine, feminine type of way. It's just a fact that these things are declining. 20% of men aged 15 to 49 are deficient, low in testosterone, which, you know, if you look back in the 60s, 70s, all these numbers were so much higher and our bodies were under a lot less stressors that they're being exposed to. So testosterone has a direct correlation with the number one killer in heart disease, which is crazy. And we'll talk a little bit about that as well. So having too low of testosterone actually can be a burden and a stress on the body, arguably worse than the risk of having higher testosterone, which sounds really crazy. With everything that I'm listing here, this is all based on stats and statistics and studies that I'll reference, but I hope that everything we talk about, this sparks your interest enough to say like, hey, maybe this is something that I should check out. I'm going to provide you with all the fundamentals that you can take inventory to fix yourself first before those pills, potions, and anything else. So symptoms of low testosterone, and you can say, hey, maybe this is me, maybe not. The big symptoms that you're going to notice are low energy, low motivation and drive for things like, oh, I used to have more motivation to do this and do that. Low libido doesn't necessarily mean some people have high libido and could still have lower testosterone, but if you start to say, oh, these are things that I experience, poor sleep patterns, extra body fat, gaining body fat more easy, harder to come off stubborn, that can be a sign of lower testosterone. So those are your big issues, you know, and weak bones, brain fog, those can all be associated with lower energy. So what we want to do is take inventory. I'm going to talk about some of the things that affect these and some of the most common reasons for lower than normal testosterone. So a lot of it really comes down to your lifestyle. This is a good news that we can take action with these things. So we talked about body fat and obesity. Being overweight or obese can increase the risk of developing low testosterone levels. It's because the excess body fat can cause an increase in the production of a hormone estrogen. We've heard about estrogen, a very common female hormone, which can interfere with testosterone production. So an action plan here is check your body fat. You can do this at a local gym. You want your body fat under 18% if you're a male. Female, probably under like 25, 26%. So if you're over 20% body fat, your body is going to have a harder time producing testosterone. There's a lot of data to support this. I'll reference some of the studies in these notes. But also being too lean, which is a big difference here, can also affect your testosterone. So if you're under 8% body fat, that is not ideal. Your body needs a certain amount of fat that is optimal for your hormones. But again, it's rare that people are walking around under 8% body fat. And I want to bring up an example. There's a guy, and I've had clients that I've reviewed their blood work, and you can figure these things out. There's this guy, Nick Berry. He's really popular, owns a big supplement company, and he's really popular on YouTube for doing races and bodybuilding competitions. And recently, he was preparing for a bodybuilding competition and cut a bunch of weight. You know, this is over like a 
12 week period of time and got super lean, shredded, you know, like he could step up on the stage. And he shared his blood work and his testosterone plummeted. And it showed the actual numbers. I mean, he was down in like the 100 range from that one to 800 number that I talked about. Free testosterone was like a one or a two going up to a 27. Set his sex hormone binding goblin super high. And he said he had zero libido or drive because that was the sacrifice he was doing to get so lean, cutting his calories and overstressing the body. Now, that's a very extreme example that I just talked about. But people are walking around with moderate versions of that all the time, just putting their body through stress, not getting good quality sleep, not taking care of themselves. So the other factors, overtraining, like I said, that could be a common factor, which sounds kind of counterintuitive because you think it's a healthy thing that you're doing. But the lack of physical activity, that sedentary lifestyle, that can have a major effect. Poor diet, sugary foods, low fat actually can, your body needs these healthy fats for hormone optimization. So we have, there's nutrient deficiencies, and we'll talk about that, like vitamin D and magnesium and zinc, all things if you're not getting enough of your diet can lower your testosterone. And then the final two are stress and sleep. So prolonged chronic stress can cause the body to produce high levels of the hormone cortisol, which can interfere with testosterone production, closely related to sleep. So we got projects, we're pushing ourselves, new business, kids, whatever, and we're driving to try to perform. That is tugging at these other bodily functions like our hormones, especially testosterone, and can cause us to suffer on that end. So sleep is one of the biggest things affected towards stress that is going to affect your hormones. And I can see this time and time again. As like I said, I've worked with a thousand clients and I can look at their lifestyle and I can say, your sleep and your lifestyle is affecting this and that. And a lot of people want to go get pills and potions and just say, oh, I'll take this supplement that says it's going to help boost my testosterone. But you're talking about like a three or 5% difference when you're taking a vitamin or a supplement compared to your lifestyle factors of fixing sleep and stress, they can make up like a 20, 30% difference. So we'll get there. So I want to talk a little bit about that. But let's just talk about sleep really quick. We've mentioned the importance of sleep. We've done episodes on it. But there's a study that showed that after a week, participants sleeping five hours a night instead of just one week, participants sleeping five hours a night instead of eight hours a night that their testosterone levels dropped by 15%. Another study recruited over 500 men also found a leak between sleep duration and testosterone. The scientists found that each extra hour of sleep raised testosterone by roughly 15%. So what we can take from that is getting enough sleep, what has been shown is somewhere between that seven and nine hours of sleep per day. And again, quality matters here. It's not about just being in bed for seven to nine hours. It's about trying to create that environment that you can get good quality sleep. Hey, listeners, this is Big Dreams. And I just wanted to take a moment to thank you all for listening to today's episode of The Manhood Experiment. Please follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Manhood Experiment. There, you'll find the latest giveaways and some very funny behind-the-scenes moments. Now, back to the show. So, Jay, just to recap, low testosterone, a lot of factors that contribute to this is not only age, but it's obesity, lack of physical activity, poor diet, chronic stress, and as you just mentioned, lack of sleep. These are some of the most important factors that you'd say that affects a man's low testosterone. 
Absolutely. You know, and in our current environment we're in right now, so many people are overstimulated. You got this stressful state, that, this chronic state that people just live in. And then the environmental toxins that we have, all kinds of things can help bring our testosterone even lower. Like the chemicals that are in things. It's really important to take inventory of all those things and just do some of your homework. And you don't have to be a conspiracy yeah. theorist and go crazy, but it's good to just think about those things. Could you talk about vitamins and mineral deficiencies that contribute yeah. to... The, yeah. So we talked about with nutrition. So right now, let's say you're just living like an average life. You're eating out occasionally. Sometimes you make your food. Food is just absent in minerals compared to where it used to be 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Just the soil that we have has been depleted a lot more. So the most common deficiencies, and there's studies to reference this here, are vitamin D, zinc, magnesium. Those are the big, big factors you see that tend to be those deficiencies can affect your testosterone and so many other bodily functions, including your immune system. And then you have other nutrients that are like minerals, like things like boron is a big factor. Those are the common things that you'll see that are deficiencies for people or just getting enough of the healthy fats in your body, like cholesterol, which can get a bad rep actually plays a role in your body creating testosterone. That's why like a food like an egg tends to be the perfect food that it has zinc, it has cholesterol, and it has protein in it. And something like that really has kind of like a multivitamin type of effect for the body. So by fixing those deficiencies, and you can obviously do blood work and a nutrient test to see what your levels are, they can do those even with like a hair analysis. That is a good place to start. Because you have other supportive nutrients, things you can take like herbs like ashwagandha, tonka ali, and fadoja, agrestis, some other things that are getting a lot of attention lately that have been shown to help a little bit, but still a very small amount compared to just fixing those fundamental things that we'll talk about. And then when it comes to crashing your testosterone, so some people might have low testosterone because of pharmaceutical things that they've used in the past or medications, if you've used exogenous testosterone in the past, a history of, like I said, those pro-hormones, something like SARMs, so selective androgen receptor modulators, that is popular in the bodybuilding world. You take it to help build more muscle, can shut down your body's own supply because it thinks that you're producing testosterone on your own. So let's get into the hot topic right here. So yeah. Let's say you have low testosterone. Yep. You could think like, wow, I saw blah, blah, blah is taking hormone replacement. Like I should do that because I'm going to get all these benefits of testosterone. So it's more than a trend. Average testosterone for males in their 20s and 30s has dropped. Here's more statistics, 40% over the last 30 years. And so knowing that people can get an improved strength, energy, fat loss, more confidence, a strong libido, it sounds like a superpower, like it really is. Well, these are some of the common characteristics and associations with having average plus testosterone. And it looks very appealing to get that instant boost. Now, there's pros and cons to doing this. Obviously, you need to do lab work. You need to do this the right way. But if you start this too early, it can lead to issues, fertility issues. If you're bringing in exogenous testosterone, and I know you'll hear people say, oh, you can just hop on it and then your fertility will come right back. But it's not so easy. It doesn't always happen that way. If you have male pattern baldness, it can cause you to lose your hair a lot faster because of the production of DHT, dehydrotestosterone. Now, 
you can take all these things to help counter a lot of these issues. But if you could fix your testosterone and not have to deal with any of the side effects, you have to entertain that idea. And that's my what I want to shout out at the top of a mountain is once you start testosterone, it's very likely that you will be using it regularly. Now, yes, you can come off and people certainly do. But if you start testosterone at age 25, you're going to be doing testosterone. You're going to be injecting yourself one to three times per week for the rest of your life. And some people, that's fine and it's worth it. Mm -hmm. So, Jay, when you say testosterone, you mean getting it externally. We're talking about testosterone replacement therapy, TRT. There is creams. There is the injection. And this is available at a lot of clinics. You could get this very easily now. You could order these things online. Would you say... This is not steroids, right? I just want to make sure the user, the listener understands TRT is not steroids or is it part of steroids? Yeah, so the idea of hormone replacement is at a low enough level that is just optimizing where your testosterone will be. So what I'm talking about is prior to doing a non-hormone replacement therapy, you should exhaust all your options prior to doing it. But getting hormone replacement means that you're either going to be given a cream or testosterone sipinate or another option that you are injecting into either your subcutaneous tissue or right into your muscle tissue. And you'll be given a certain amount to do. This is not steroids. It kind of seems like it. It could feel like a steroid type of effect. And a lot of people try to push the limits. Like if I said the average number was 1 to 800, a lot of people want to flirt with trying to get 800, 900, 1,000, 1,200. The people that you see abusing steroids, like anabolic steroids, their testosterone levels could be 1,500 to 2,000. They're doing it at a much higher level, and that certainly can be dangerous. There's a lot of side effects. You've seen a lot of people have heart issues, and you know the bodybuilding industry has lost a lot of people in the last five years as it starts to catch up with them. It's very hard on the body. So what I'm going to get to in this, I'm going to leave you guys with is the things that you can do prior to going in and consulting about hormone replacement. And there's a few steps that you do before that. For instance, before hormone replacement, you can look at Clomid or and Clomiphene. These are a class of drugs called SERMs, selective estrogen receptor modulators. So I've helped clients help guide their process of using these, but they essentially help boost testosterone levels by stimulating the release of the hormones that signal the testes to produce more testosterone. So Clomid has been used for years. Some people notice that they can have some side effects as it can elevate the levels of estrogen in the body. And Clomiphene is one that tends to have a little bit less side effects. But prior to doing those, it's best to address as much as you can of lifestyle factors. And again, I think if you're the right age and you're in your 40s, your 50s, there's nothing wrong with hormone replacement. It actually can be a good thing and really help enhance the quality of your life. And a lot of people will say great things about it. I think this message is going for people that are trying it a little too early before taking into consideration if they're going to have kids or some of the other health factors, like blood pressure. It's just reality. Like if you have a family history of blood pressure and you're doing hormone replacement, you're going to have higher than average blood pressure. This is a very common thing. You can look at the data for this and that could increase the likelihood of heart issues or things like strokes. So we talked about TRT, the pros and cons about it. So pros, it's going to improve your energy levels. 
It's going to help you increase your muscle mass and strength. It's not going to be like a steroid though. You're not going to just immediately put on a bunch of muscle, but you will ideally have more energy. You will probably have more increased sex drive. It can affect, you know, erectile disorder and some functions like that. And there's a ton. And when I say a ton, we're talking hundreds of studies that support all the positive things that come from having optimized testosterone. Improved bone density, it can actually benefit your heart when things are at the right level. It does take getting maintenance and looking at all your blood work to make sure that you're optimizing everything. Now, can't talk about the pros without talking about the cons or the risks and side effects. We don't have to call these cons, but let's talk about the side effects that are there. It can increase the risk of blood clots. You know, So if you're doing TRT, you ideally need to be donating blood to help lower the viscosity, that thickness of your blood. Um, infertility, it's just reality. Some people that are on testosterone, it lowers the production of your own testosterone and your own sperm production. And some people don't have problems with this, but it's just given that people are already having fertility issues, if that's very important for you to have kids, it's recommended that you freeze your sperm if you're going to flirt around with this idea because it doesn't always come back on. Acne and skin problems, I've witnessed this from some of my friends that give really bad acne. Again, that's a hormone imbalance. You can balance those things out over time. Enlarged prostate, mood changes. Those are some common factors that you just want to take in. And the, the hair loss thing. You see a lot of bald people that are in hormone replacement. And that's just an issue. Some people are going to lose their hair no matter what. But if that is a big issue for you, I think take that in consideration. And some people will gain extra water weight, so you look bigger and bulkier. So it's not all great things, and it requires working with a professional to make sure that everything is taken care of. So good news. There's a lot of things that you can do first that are going to enhance your body's natural testosterone production. And these are the things that I do when I work with my clients. Let's fix all the lifestyle factors that we can, the low-hanging fruit things, and this can affect you 20 30% in a positive way. And then if you're still suffering from low energy and all these factors, then it's worth maybe exploring one of these options. So simple changes. These are the fundamentals. We talk about these all the time. The fundamentals are what and allow us to live our best life. Some of the basic things are having a plan for stress, nutrition, and movement. So let's talk about a training plan. Resistance training has been shown to help our testosterone. And I'm not talking about you don't need to lift every day, but working out two to three times per week, like that's an easy action step of getting some resistance training. That's something working with bands or weights, especially working out your legs has been shown to increase body's testosterone. And then allowing yourself to have recovery if you are training a lot. So these are things you got to do before going in and jumping after the superpower that a lot of people are seeking. The stress plan, too much stress and cortisol increases that sex hormone binding goblin that I was talking about and can lower your body's need to produce testosterone. So how do we address that? Make sure that we're giving ourselves the opportunity as much as possible to get seven to nine hours of sleep. Try to get a consistent sleep schedule, meditation, a mindfulness, doing something to have an outlet for stress, learning how to breathe properly can help lower our stress in return, will help boost your testosterone. And then be conscious of things that are interfering with your sleep. Too much caffeine or light prior to go to bed is not going to help support optimal sleep. Nutrition. 
we need fats. So super low fat is not the answer if you want to optimize your testosterone. But getting in protein, those healthy fats, you know, enough carbohydrates. So there's been a lot of data that shows that low carb when you go when you eliminate your carbohydrates and go really low is not good, just like going low fat. So moral of the story is I've tried it all. I've tried keto, I've tried low carb, blah, blah, blah. Having a good balance tends to be the best all the way around. You can do things for short term, but when it comes to nutrition, evening things out, get foods that have zinc, vitamin D, fix and address any of those deficiencies that you possibly have. Other supplements, like I said, you can supplement with the ashwagandhas or DHEA or fenugreek or tonkaoli. You can look at some of the top supplements, but anything you take, first of all, look into the studies and make sure that it's relevant. There's a lot of hype out there with these vitamins and supplements, and it's easy to waste some money for a really small return. And then good news, the other thing that helps testosterone is having more sex. It kind of makes sense that if you're telling your body that, hey, you have this art, this practice that helps with reproduction, your body naturally, your testosterone goes up. So I don't think masturbation has been shown to increase your testosterone, unfortunately, but having more sex is a cycle. Your body will want more sex and your testosterone. And it's pretty undeniable. When you look at the studies, like there's a study that showed that testosterone levels rise on days couples have sex and decline on days without. I think that's enough. You can look at the reference study that we'll have in here. One other fun thing here, this is a study adjusting your posture. You can think how this can affect your stress and your confidence, but a proven powerful way to boost testosterone that most people don't think about is simply making some postural adjustments. You know, in a study from Harvard, researchers looked at the ways that making postural changes impact the participants' levels of stress hormones and testosterone. Specifically, they wanted to learn the effects of having the participants do a series of high power poses. And so the power poses reduced cortisol, the stress hormone, by 25% while the low power poses led to increased cortisol levels. So holding yourself upright with good posture, it changes your morale enough that it can snap you out of that high stress, low cortisol type of effect. So we've talked a lot right there. We've covered the pros, the cons, why testosterone is important, males and females. To sum it up in an elevator pitch, having more testosterone is like a superpower. You'll have more energy, more momentum challenges will look more fun and appealing. Having low testosterone makes you feel tired and groggy. Fix as much as you can on your own. So by eating a basic sound diet, reducing your stress is the easiest way to go. But if you keep running into low stress and you're having any of these issues, address it. Go in and and get your blood work done. Look at it so you have some data to work with. And then make these lifestyle changes and then test your blood work again in a month or two and it can change. But you'll find that a lot of people, and I've seen this firsthand, can improve their their hormones just by getting decent sleep, working out a couple times per week and eating better. So I hope you guys can take a lot from that. Before you end, I just want to say the tendency is always shortcut and jumping on TRT and things, quick fixes. They sometimes have the, the benefits but there's a long-term consequence sometimes for these things. And I like how you laid out having simple things like having a stress plan, having a sleep plan, having a nutrition plan, these supplements. And you always tell me that these things are the basics to have these covered first before you even try additional stuff like the TRT. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, spot on. I think that 
you're going to have more creativity. You're just going to be a more effective, loving person if you're taking care of those fundamentals. And you're not required to have a meditation practice, but like addressing the stress and energy certainly is highly, highly recommended. So today's experiment and the manhood experiment is taking inventory of the fundamentals. So I want you to rate your sleep, your stress, your activity, your nutrition, and your sex life on a level of one to five. So look at all those areas and say on a level of one to five, five being it's just, it's perfect. Like I couldn't imagine it getting any better. One being like, I'm struggling and I'm, I know this is an issue. And this awareness is gonna help you figure out what area you need some help with. So if you got a two in nutrition, reach out to your boy, reach out to somebody, get some guidance, try to fix that. If you're just like, wow, I'm really stressed. Address it. Find some things to help address these types of issues. Sleep, sex life, you get it. So what area needs improvement? How can you address it? And then get some blood work. If you're over 30, your insurance probably covers it. If not, it's worth just getting blood work. You can order online. But having that data is huge. What happens is we get this tolerance as we age and we think that, oh, it's just part of getting older. I don't have as much energy or so on. It doesn't need to be that way. You know, I'm 37 and I feel like, I feel the best that I've ever felt at, at times, you know, when I'm taking care of the fundamentals because I know my body that much better and I know how to optimize those things. And I meet 50-year-olds, 60-year-olds, 70-year-olds who are thriving. You don't need to feel like, oh, just because I'm getting older, I'm taking it easy and blah, blah, blah. Let's get the most out of this life, make the most out of it. I hope something in here was helpful. We'll have all these studies and references for you guys to check out. Remember the gentleman's agreement. If there's something in here that was helpful, pass this on to a friend or tell your mama, tell your dad. And until next time, we'll catch you later. Thanks, guys. Boom. Hey, what's up? This is Big Dreams. Thank you for checking out today's episode of The Manhood Experiment. If you like today's episode, please subscribe and give us five stars. Not only does your feedback matter, but it helps us to connect with others just like you that find value in our weekly episodes. So subscribe, share, and speak with your friends and family about today's episode. And most importantly, take care of yourself, keep growing, and join us again on the next episode of The Manhood Experiment. <laughs>